You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 334. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 334. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello, baby doll. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, Govna. You ready? Hello. You ready to talk to the audience? I'm ready to speak at. You are? Mm-hmm. Wow. Speak at the audience. Speak at the audience. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to speak at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize that's where we were going today. Well, apparently, you didn't get the memo. Well, you've been cocky <laughs> AF today. So, <laughs> so Mr. Smith decides that... He wants to give me the task of picking the would you rather. That's not how. See, you can't tell him it that way. That's not how I presented stand it. Because he to do his small portion of job, uh, and so I have to do both people's jobs. You just believe what you're going to believe. So, <laughs> but then I get overwhelmed, and I'm like, forget it. No, you come up with one, and he's like, yeah, that's why it's my segment. <laughs> <laughs> and within five seconds, I had one. So cocky, you guys. Do you see what I'm even dealing with here? It's kind of my job. I know. It's and you get paid so well. <laughs> so I do. I do get paid well. All right. Well, we're thrilled to bring you another episode today. And I thought it might be fitting because the the day that this launches is the same week of Valentine's Day. Is it really? Okay. And I'm not the biggest fan of Valentine's Day. I feel like it's like guilting you into buying dumb shit for each other. I I mean, it does feel obligatory. It feels really commercialized in my opinion and a way for like Hallmark to make money and all of that. But I, I also can appreciate having another reason to celebrate love. And if that's you, great, knock yourself out. Absolutely. But I think for a lot of people, especially those who are not partnered, it ends up feeling like singles awareness day (laughs) and you feel it just it's just I see very few people who really enjoy the day to Mm -hmm. be quite honest so I thought why not do a topic that's related to self-love and kind of giving ourselves what we need not necessarily romance although I could have put that in here but I didn't but we're gonna talk about I've been wanting to make lemonade all day (laughs) <laughs> well, if life hands you lemons, you may as well make lemonade. And I've been wanting to make lemonade all day. Old uh, Will Ferrell SNL reference. That's right. Well, and if you know that reference, you, you're you in deep. Because I think that was on one of the like best of Will Ferrell yeah. videos or yeah. something like that. All right. So we'll talk about 10 ways to boost your self-love, especially if you've been feeling a little down in the dumps lately with the impending ridiculous holiday coming up but before we jump into all of that why don't we have your segment that you worked so hard on i worked for at least five seconds (laughs) after you tried to pawn it on me i wanted to give you the opportunity i thought it would be cool like here's amy's would you rather no no did not did not get received well i was trying to do one that was more positive because Mm. after we had the chew and spew 
epi- episode where it was like chew the food and spit it out or lick the Everybody hands clean. Everybody was like, Ugh, uh. yeah, yeah. All of the barf emojis, all of them, <laughs> were up in the after hours community. After hours. After hours. <laughs> you are fired. Oh, yeah, after so you fired. were so cocky about your would you rather segment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been humbled. You know what you need? Humble pie. Uh, hashtag humble pie. <laughs> That's right. All right. So you, All right. you can take it away. Okay. So we're going to do a segment we like to call. Would you rather? And today's would you rather is. <laughs> would you rather sleep in a human-sized nest in a tree or oh. in a human-sized burrow underground? Oh, interesting. So positive. <laughs> uh, it's not like having a tiny, tiny rhino no, or, it's not or a tiny rhino. pooping hundred or dollar bills. Cheeto fingers. That's not positive. Sure it is. No, it's not. D- depends on the circumstance. You. Cheetos are amazing. Are failing at being a joy junkie right now. <laughs> Constant Cheeto fingers. Okay. Human sized nest in. Wait, wait was, in it, tree. was it sleep in or live sleep in? in? Sleep in. Oh, just sleep in mm-hmm. it. So we're thinking just like one night. No, just in general, you have to sleep in a nest or a burrow. Just would you rather sleep you, in one or the other? Don't get irritated now. One or the other. <laughs> Come on. No, I, I have questions, though, because the implications long term, I need to think about that. Mm. If that's something, if it's just one night, no big deal. All right, let's say for a year. Okay. Did you say a burrow? A burrow? <laughs> sleep in a human-sized burrow? <laughs> We've been living in the South a little too long now. Okay. That was more Texan. But so yeah. how how deep is a burrow? How deep is a burrow? Yeah. How deep is your burrow? Is, um, is that a real song? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is now. You said it with such conviction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that has to be a song I don't know. It's how deep is your love? But I changed it. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. To, to, so, yeah. Okay, so how deep is a burrow? A burrow is, <laughs> let's say you have to sleep eight feet in the air, eight feet underground. Okay, I am definitely picking eight feet in the air. Yeah? Yes. I am surprised by that. Actually. Really? Yeah. I don't, well, to me, being in a burrow feels, <laughs> it's actually burrow, right? It's burrow. Okay, yeah. I just. We just took the OW off and added an A. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't. Thinking I was being funny and that was actually the word. Okay. I just want to make sure. I The idea of going eight feet underground is incredibly repulsive to me. Like Repulsive in what way? I just it don't – it feels claustrophobic to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like I'm, I'm being buried. Yeah. You know, like six feet under, eight feet under is even worse. Yeah, I'm on board. I feel like I already have a phobia around tight spaces. Yeah. So to sleep in a tree – Hells yeah. I'll sleep on a tree. I think it would also depend where you are geographically. I think a burrow would be more comfortable than in a tree. It would protect you more from the elements, I would think, unless you were in like a flooding type of area. <laughs> I'm trying to think. But remember wow. remember when my brother lived at that place and they had straight up an underground bunker? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had you, a... It was like a World War II hideout. It was like in their a, yard. Um, it was a crazy. big tank yeah. that had been made into an underground burrow. But it was burrow. Di- an underground burrow. But it was not that far down, I don't think. No. That was probably 
five or six feet. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But that still made me like, I don't like it here. I don't like it here. I'd rather be in a tree, I think. We would love to hear what you would rather. And we talk about it every week over in our After Hours community. After Hours. Nice. There we go, babe. There Mm -hmm. we go. Redeem myself. And it's really a great community where I do a bonus training every single Thursday where I sound off on any questions that have come up from the group so you can get kind of specialized help on anything that you might be going through. Everybody is just really supportive, and I run a very tight ship, so it's not like people trying to sell all their shit to you and peddle things and all of that. And we just really genuinely support each other, and it's really awesome. So if you want in on it and you want to tell us what you would rather, which we talk about every Monday, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That will redirect you right over to our little corner of Facebook, and you can come hang out. Can I give a fun fact? Oh, a fun fact. Yeah. Is this a new segment? Maybe. Fun fact! <laughs> Underground is the only word in the English language that begins and ends with the letters U-N-D. Oh, Wow. That uh, silent pause. Check this out. It was discovered by some unemployed writer spending too much time in his underground borough. (laughs) Had the guy been a bookkeeper instead, he might have figured out that his profession is the only word in the English language with three consecutive double letters. Bookkeeper. Interesting. Ah, Fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) New segment. I think, though, it's going to be like an after hours where we don't, we don't, we have to sing it live. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll be on that. Uh, no, I think I'm going to be done. You're, oh, you're going to be the yeah, okay. I'm right. I'm done with you. Yeah, I've I've been uh, missing the after hours. You have been. Cues, so, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even feel like I know you anymore. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about ten ways to boost your self love. All right, so coming in at number one is to create some weekly sacred time for yourself. Now, before I even get all into these various tactics, I want you to think. As we go through this, what are maybe two of these that you could start working on? Because okay. I know a lot of those overachievers out there, those perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, are going to go, oh, my gosh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then you're so overwhelmed that then you do absolutely nothing, which doesn't get us anywhere. Right. So I am ordering you. Ooh, an executive order? <laughs> so this is an executive <clears throat> order to only pick a couple that you can actually implement without a sense of overwhelm. Okay. Because the whole point of gaining traction around your self-love or around confidence or self-worth or any of those things is you have to bite off chunks that feel palatable that you can actually do. All right. So the first one is create weekly sacred time for yourself. Now, this can look a ton of different ways. This can be a class that you're taking just for your own interests, like, you know, basket weaving class or a Spanish class or something like that. It could be fitness related, something that you do for your physical body. It can you could... do all three at once? Uh, basket weave, learn Spanish and workout? I am trying to visualize that in my head, but <laughs> if you can, I would really, really love. Impressive. <laughs> You're like. I'd love a video. Me amo, Amy. Este es mi basket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say basket. <laughs> All right. Neither, actually. Wow. That was really embarrassing. That was quite white of me. All right. <laughs> So create this weekly sacred time for yourself. Now, that could also be once a week you take time to journal. 
Maybe mm. you listen to this podcast or other podcasts or you're reading a book or there's some sort of an assignment that's saying, hey, work out your feelings about guilt with your mom or, you know, describe what self-confidence looks like to you. Or maybe you have a journal prompt book or something like that where you're spending some time in the like, quiet time on yourself. That could also be taking time out to go get your hair done or get your nails done or something like that. It doesn't have to necessarily be specifically related to personal development. It's just this place in your schedule where you've carved out this time of I'm important. Yeah. And this this is important. You know, it's important that I'm on the schedule just as much as my kids and my husband and my job and all my obligations. Absolutely. All right, so that's number one. Number two, take care of your physical vessel. Yes. This is this is something we've been talking about a lot lately just as we've been getting older and wanting to make sure that we can still enjoy all the things that we want to even though joints are flaring up and <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Joints be popping off. <laughs> <laughs> joints be popping off folks want to pop off and have opinions about uh, what they think they would do present a specific plan oh my gosh that cracks me <laughs> <laughs> yeah too many joints popping off but here's the deal with the take care of your physical vessel that does not mean be a specific size lose weight eat only kale it's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about taking pride in your physical vessel that really is the only vehicle to move your spirit around this planet, yeah. right? So that is, that's our responsibility to tend to it and caretake for it just like anything else that we care for in our life. And it doesn't have to immediately be diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. It doesn't have to be that. It can be things like making sure that you're up on your dentist appointments, yeah. Or making sure that you are getting chiropractic adjustments because that always makes you feel better or acupuncture or maybe. I finally get that eye exam you've been talking about. Perfect example. Maybe it's consuming one more glass of water than you normally do each day, making sure that sure. you're replenishing your system. It can be things like using specific soaps or lotions or things like that that you find are really helpful for your skin. It can be related to hair. It can be anything like that. But it's, am I taking care of this physical vessel that I am in charge with, yeah. you know, in charge of, and I've been bestowed upon, <laughs> bestowed <laughs> with, and that that it's really mine to to govern and to operate. So I want you to step outside of the idea of it's got to be weight related mm -hmm. and start thinking about just holistic health period. Am I taking care of my joints? Am I taking care of all of those things? All right. <laughs> Something that struck me in that was that you said that this is the only vessel that we have to move our spirit around. Yeah. I love that idea because we have to, I mean, we get to really experience with our spirit, with our right. energetic self, right. right? And the only way that we can do that or the way that we do it best is if our physical vessel can move us to places where we can experience life. Exactly It's a right. great, I love that. Well, to me, it takes away a little bit of the 
the pressure around bodies having to look a specific yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And thinking of it more like, am I fueling my car with the right type of fuel yeah. and you know oil? Am I taking care of it? Yeah. Am I making it so that I can move around yeah. in a really healthy way? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So thank you for underlining that. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. All right. Number three is to do things that make you proud of yourself. I like that a lot of times when you're in a state of overwhelm or you've been really frustrated lately, maybe it's with your workplace or with your partner or best friend, family, etc., we get in this place where we think we can't do anything. Like we don't have choices. All we see is, well, I can't break up with them or I can't leave my job or I can't, 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 can't. And you know what we like to say about that. Yeah. Throw it in the trash can. That's right. You got to throw it in the trash can. Hashtag. You got it. You don't you don't throw hashtag out at the end. <laughs> You're so close. <laughs> I put it at the end. You're like and I'm, I'm, hashtag. I'm starting a new thing. <laughs> I put it at the end. Uh, I when you make your own rules, like when we, it's like. Ross dress for less. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's called Ross's for less. And I'm like, it is not called Ross's for less. It's Ross dress for less. And you're like, nope, I'm going to now call it Ross's for less. Ross is for less. Yeah. Be proud of yourself. Hashtag. Hashtag. That's right. Oh my God. It's going to trend. <laughs> you don't even know what you're saying. All right, so do any small thing that can make you proud of yourself. So when you're in that space of I can't, I can't, I can't, and you're feeling as though everything's stacked against you, we forget that we can do so many things. And one small little gesture could turn your day around if you go, okay, what is one tiny thing that I can do today that will make me proud of myself? It might be, okay, if I spend 15 minutes cleaning out the garage that I've been putting off for forever, I'll be super proud of myself. Maybe it's if I go for a run today, I'll be really proud of myself. If I ask so-and-so at work to go to lunch with me, I'll be really proud of myself. If I finish this blog post, I'll be proud of myself. If I brush my teeth twice today. I'll be proud of myself. Like it, whatever is the challenge, right? Because some of you, you know, I am no stranger to dealing with depression and anxiety and those things that feel like life is so much harder when you're kind of working with those restraints. So if that's your case, look at your baby steps. Don't look at, oh my gosh, I used to be so productive. I used to get so much stuff done. Look at today. What can I do that will make me proud of myself and don't make it like I'll be proud of myself if I finish my book today or if I run a fucking marathon don't make it astronomical <laughs> make it really really doable all right cool so we've got now number four and this is huge this is something that I do non-stop in my work and is watch your inner conversation I'm also going to link to a bunch of pods we've done about inner shit talker and all of that in the show notes so you can definitely find that uh, under this podcast episode. So whatever platform you're on, usually you can just kind of swipe up and you can see the show notes that will usually have links for you. We've done a ton about your inner conversation and this idea behind your inner critic. And it's something that we spend, gosh, like four weeks on in Deep Down and Dirty. And we- What's Deep Down and Dirty? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> deep Down and Dirty is my signature program that I've taught 
for over five years now. And it is battle tested. And I, I can see people very concretely make these changes from believing that they're not enough being consumed with people-pleasing, making sure everyone else is happy, having this tight grip on control and perfectionism. And then as they go through this process, which does involve figuring out who your inner critic is, what what they're all about, what your triggers are, all of those things, and then what belief system they're attached to, which I don't really talk about on the pod. Mm-hmm. But we dig into that dramatically. And as they go through that, they get to this place a couple months later where they fully believe that they're enough, they believe that they're lovable, they believe that they're capable, they're, they start creating all of this magic in their life. It's crazy. And it's because they've done this internal work. Yeah. And one of the first pieces that we jump into, I think it's in week two, and we we go for 12 weeks. So it's very, very involved. Yeah, comprehensive for sure. But in week two, we start talking about this, this inner conversation. Hmm. And Deep Down and Dirty, I do now in a very different format. So if you are interested in that program and you want to see if it might be for you, I have a perfect free gift for you. And it is over at thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. It's a completely free masterclass that I've created that you can go and watch. And it talks about five key things that you need to shift in order to get to this place where you're not talking constant shit to yourself, not always in the throes of self-doubt and people pleasing and all of that. So when you watch this workshop, you'll see an opportunity at the very end to book a call with a member of my team where they can discuss what you are up against and the struggles that you've had. But all of that starts with going to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. Have a watch through that. So number four is watching that internal conversation. And the way to sort of the the blanket statement way of viewing this is to look at, first of all, what is my inner critic saying? And second of all, when is it getting loud? Because usually we have categories in our lives that we're a little more stuck than others. You know, you might really be struggling in a relationship or you might really be struggling with work. I know for me, my inner critic is loudest around business-related stuff, you know, when I see other successful business owners, but it's not necessarily loud around, am I being effective in my coaching? You know, Mm -hmm. I feel very confident in that. I feel very confident in my relationship. So for many of us, we have, it'll pop up in, in a couple of sharper areas, a little more acute areas. So start noticing when is my inner critic the loudest? Okay. And then what is it saying? And again, there's going to be links to additional pods for you to check out with regards to that one. And I think you'll get a lot out of that workshop too. And again, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. I think you will definitely want to have pen and paper available. But that's why we showcase that is to really pinpoint, is this you? Does this sound like the shit you're dealing with? And then at the end, if you want to dig in more personally, you can book that complimentary session. Sure. So lots of free shit all the all around. Okay, number five, have an opinion and use it. Okay. Now, we've done tons of Speak Up For Yourself podcasts and how to address different communication issues and all, all sorts of stuff like that. But one of the things that happens, I see over and over and over again, and it's this whole idea of I don't want to rock the boat, I don't want to open up a can of worms – 
by just simply expressing your opinion. So a perfect example of this is when you are maybe going out to eat with some friends of yours or some colleagues and everyone's like, well, where should we go? Or what time should we conduct the meeting later? Or whatever. And you have a very specific hankering for some fucking Thai food. or <laughs> as, you, as one does. As one does. You definitely do. I definitely do. Or you really, really want that meeting to be at 4 o'clock because if it's not, you're going to have to change when you pick up your kid and blah, blah, blah. So you have an investment in how things go. But what do we say? We go, oh, I don't care. Whatever you want. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yep. Or somebody expresses something offensive. And instead of saying, actually, I don't share that opinion, but, you know, we don't need to get into it. Instead of saying something like that, we just let it slide. Yeah. All of those little moments compound over time. And what you've gotten yourself into is chronic people pleasing, making sure that everyone else is taken care of because your opinion just doesn't quite matter as much. God, how prevalent is that? It really is right? because it's this idea of I need to be nice. Yeah. I need to be nice. I need to be polite. I need to be all these things. Listen to me. You can be kind and have an opinion. Yeah. So you might say something like, hey, I'm just going to pop in here real quick. I would love if we could have the meeting at four. I've got some other stuff. And because it's last minute, that would be really helpful to me. I'm flexible, but just wanted to throw that out there. Or I really want to go to Mark's Thai cuisine. <laughs> Mark's. <laughs> Good old Mark. Yeah, I specifically did that because I thought that would be funny. <laughs> I, I, I would really love to go to the Thai place. I've been really feeling that. Anybody else on the same page? Even if you don't end up going with that, even if the meeting is not scheduled at four or you don't go to Thai, at least you have made your voice heard. And starting to speak up and amplify that your voice matters helps cater to that self-love. Brody's Thai food. <laughs> I saw you crack yourself up, and I was like, "I did. Oh, I got a good one. Hey, <laughs> grab a seat, bro. <laughs> grab a seat, bro. We'll bring your Thai Don't forget your Vietnamese egg rolls, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get some wontons. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that really derailed. Okay, <laughs> first five. First five are create weekly sacred time for yourself. Number two. Take care of your physical vessel. Number three, do things that make you proud of yourself. Number four, watch your inner conversation. Number five, have an opinion and use it. Number six, separate how you feel from your self-worth. This is something that we also go through at length and deep down and dirty. I was going to say, that that's something that can be hard to navigate. It'd be good to have someone, a professional, help you find that. It really is because it all stems down to emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And what we've kind mm. of been taught as a society is to be reactionary based off of our emotions. Right. That if we feel anger, you either stuff it in or you Blurred lash out. out. Yeah. And what this also looks like for many people is when you experience something that comes with an emotion that's painful, like when you experience rejection and you feel sad or hurt or despondent, or you experience guilt or frustration or overwhelm or, or any of those things, when we experience an uncomfortable emotion, we usually tether that to our self-worth. And it sounds like this. If this person doesn't love me, or if I've been rejected in this relationship, that must mean I'm not lovable. I'm not enough. I'm not valuable. Mm -hmm. If I 
didn't get this promotion. That must mean I'm incompetent. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We take this one isolated incident that hurts, that's painful, and we make a grandiose assumption about who we are, about our self-worth. Even though it has nothing to do with it. Exactly. So one of my favorite things to say in those situations is, this situation sucks, but I don't suck. I like that. Or even if you've made a mistake, just because I've fucked up doesn't mean I am a fuck up. Yeah. Right. So we can experience all sorts of discomfort, uncomfortable emotions and still know that we're worthy and still Mm -hmm. know that we're lovable, still know that we're valuable. And that's one of the biggest ahas and shifts that happens for people in Deep Down and Dirty is because we have calculated and all my students have done the same thing, calculated their self-worth based off of how they feel. So if somebody else thinks that I'm amazing or if I get this promotion and I keep graduating through the the ranks. I get this many likes on Facebook. Then I then I can be happier. Then I'm okay. And then yeah. we're still not. And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with us, yeah. right? Because it's not rooted internally. So number six is separate how you feel from your self-worth. So start using those, those couple of mantras that I used or tweak one that works for you. Or just allow yourself to be sad or hurt or angry sure. and know that it doesn't have to mean anything about your worthiness. Or that you're going to be that way forever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Number seven, take a relationship inventory and do some house cleaning. I'm definitely going to put some links here in the show notes for you around this, around dealing with the takers in your life hmm. or boundaries that you might need to establish, breaking up with friendships. I've done pods on all of those. And one of the things that we don't often see as a major obstacle to our self-love are the people in our immediate environment. So if you're trying to be powerful or you're trying to step into something like confidence or courage and you've got a best friend who's like, you can't say that. Oh, my gosh, you're going to hurt their feeling. Or, you <laughs> right, can't right. do that. Or, wow, you're getting really arrogant or are saying things that are not in alignment with who you want to be, then it might be time to scale down a little bit there. It might be time to have some boundaries with family. Sure. So, yes, you are going to find a litany of links in in the podcast notes. All right. Number eight to start boosting that self-love is to work on your personal D. (laughs) That's a form of self-love. You're my personal D. I'm your personal D. (laughs) I am so glad to hear that. But uh, number eight is really about having mentorship, having structure, having support. This can also relate back to number one of creating sacred time for yourself. I know for a lot of people in Deep Down and Dirty, having that ritual of we meet every single week, we discuss things every single week. It is an element of accountability. There in the workshop, too, that I was sharing with you all, I talk about why so many people don't achieve what they need to achieve and or that they desire and it's because they don't have solid mentorship or accountability there's no skin in the game yeah. you just listen to an audiobook or you just l- read an article real quick and there's no standing date with yourself of I'm going to actually consciously work on this issue or I'm going to let go of this shit with my mom or I'm going to practice this new tool that's one of the reasons why I think it's so incredibly important to have mentorship. And I have always, and you have as well, yeah. where no matter where we've been in our career, we've always also had our own practitioner or coach. We've also been parts of masterminds, 
constantly working and educating yourself, uh, being involved in conferences or programs or things like that 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 can ritualize the work. It takes a conscious effort for sure. Absolutely. And it takes money and time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the things that I – But you're worth it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you're worth it. That look. You you had a look of like, girl, yeah. girl, you know you're girl, worth it. Girl, hashtag. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ross is for less. Oh, my gosh. So in the workshop, I talk about how all of the, quote, greatest successes in our world, they didn't do that just by themselves. They all had mentorship. They all had some form of accountability. They all had dedicated time allocated to creating whatever they wanted hmm. and they sourced people that can help them get there faster. So again, if that's something that you're interested in and you're thinking, I need 2020 to be the year I get out of my own fucking way mm. and I stop being tethered to what everybody else thinks and I need somebody to help me. I genuinely want to believe that I am enough, then Deep Down and Dirty might be the perfect solution for you. But again, first up, watch that workshop. Link will be in the show notes. And you'll know very quickly if you are what I like to call a collector of personal development, <laughs> where you stockpile great ideas, yeah. but you don't implement. It's mm -hmm. very, very common. And another reason why it's incredibly important to have allocated, dedicated time to working on that personal D. Yeah. All right. So number nine, choose empowering behaviors. Now, I know this sounds kind of ambiguous or nebulous, but it is the day in and day out habits that you have, like scrolling through your phone or playing games on your phone or on your computer or colluding with other people in your life where you're always bitching and moaning and complaining about the powers that be at your workplace. <laughs> or uh, so what you can do instead, just take an observation of your daily behaviors and start looking at are these empowering or are they disempowering? Maybe you could start reading. Maybe there's a way to have better connection with people in your life. You could work on connecting with people. Maybe instead of colluding or complaining, you can try gratitude, doing a gratitude practice. But what we do day in and day out is very indicative of how we feel about ourselves. Sure. So you can work either way. You can work inside out, outside in. So Watch those behaviors and start doing things that support your personal power and your self-love. So if you watch a specific show that always leaves you feeling like shit because you compare yourself financially or something like that, then stop watching that show. Pull out a book instead. Right. Do something else. So watch those Watch those behaviors. One thing that my best friend always talks about is how she used to get Victoria's Secrets magazines in the mail – and they were always very triggering to her around sure. body image, right? So she stopped subscribing to them. She <laughs> was like, please stop sending me this shit in the mail and just got rid of it instead of even having that behavior of, you know, looking through the magazine and going, oh, I wish I was skinnier. I wish I was this. All of that nonsense. That's a behavior. That's something that you are doing that you can change. So notice those things, first of all, and then shift them. And then finally, number 10, work on gracefully accepting compliments. I, That's a good one. This is a really tough one for a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw a link in the show notes here too. I know I've done a podcast specifically about accepting compliments. So if that tends to be a struggle for you, check out that episode as well. 
here's the the bare men's. Bare men's don't dismiss the compliment or don't try to talk them out of it. Yeah. Okay. So dismiss is. Oh, when, you're just saying that. Yep. Yeah. And talking them out of it is. Oh, no, I didn't do that great of a job on that performance. No. I really oh. could have done better. Or, oh, gosh, no, this outfit is horrible. No, my hair is awful. You know, or whatever, where you're trying to talk them out of it. At the bare men's, I want you to say thank you. Okay? Okay. Now, if you want to up this self-love quotient internally, and I do this all the time when I get compliments, is I go, oh, and in my head, I go, oh, I totally agree with you. <laughs> or, yes, I am totally brilliant at that. Or, yes, I did do a really great job. Or, yes, I, I did, didn't I? I did look really <laughs> great that day. I do look really awesome today. But I do it in my head while I'm saying thank you. And it's. I it's, say that, but I say it with humor. Like, I'll actually say it. I do too. Like, I know, I'm a great human, right? I, I do too, yeah. but. I know that could be an A to Z for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So bare men's is to just say thank you. Next up is to in your head say. I got you. I agree. Or gotcha. Yeah, I am pretty dope. And then final master level self-love oh. is to out loud say, I totally agree with you. I've totally mastered self-love. <laughs> Love how you worded that. My, uh, I have a colleague who says every time she hears self love, she thinks of masturbation. I know there's been like there's been so many masturbation jokes through this whole podcast. And you have kept your mouth. Shut. I did. I'm I have so been proud of so you. grown up today. <laughs> <laughs> See how I accepted that compliment. <laughs> I love that. That was a teaching moment. That was brilliant. I was thinking about that later. I was like, I didn't even put. Oh, masturbation could actually go under number two. Take care of your physical vessel. I I was. Mm. I, I bit my tongue. I bit my tongue. I but, did. I was like, all right, I'm going to save it for when she asks me, is there anything else you'd like to oh, contribute? But that's totally true. Absolutely. Taking care of your sexual health. That is a form of self-love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's do a quick little recap, and then you can throw all the sex jokes in if you want. Because <laughs> I've been writing them down. Because you've been no. so good. Okay, number one, create weekly sacred time for yourself. I, I don't have anything. I, no? No. I, that I mean, one could be it, too. Let, let me – okay, let's let's go on. Let's see if I can come up with something. Okay. Number two, take care of your physical vessel. That's easy. Masturbate often. <laughs> Number three, do things that make you proud of yourself. Well, you can try for the longest masturbation <laughs> or the shortest. You don't have to come up with a masturbation joke for everything. Oh, I thought that's what you were saying. Oh, you no, me no. I meant just like pipe pi pi Oh, God. Pipe that sounded awful. What did you say? I said, I thought you wanted to get masturbation off my off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a class act. Whew. Wow. I told you I've been holding them back. You really have been. My goodness. Okay, <sighs> number four, watch your inner conversation. Number five, have an opinion and use it. Number six, separate how you feel from your self-worth. Number seven, take a relationship inventory and do some house cleaning. Number eight, work on your personal D. That's easy. <laughs> I got that one nailed. I looked at you Literally. like. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Which could very much involve some mentorship. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Number nine, choose empowering behaviors. And then. Be dominant. Stop it. <laughs> and then number 10, work on gracefully accepting 
compliments. So there you have it, 10 ways that you can boost your self-love. And again, I want to encourage you to pick just a couple of those and look at what, where can I actually move the mark, move the needle on this. And you're looking at me like, I'm going to go jerk off right now. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you had, no, you no. had a dirty smirk on your face. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking how many listeners were on my same wavelength of like, oh, my God, everything about this is about masturbation. Please say masturbation. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. made me smile. That is why we have explicit content. <laughs> That's why we have the listeners we have, to be honest. That's true. That's true. Because they, they feel us on it. All right, so you've got tons of additional resources for you in the show notes, and I do really encourage you, if you're ready to take this stuff to the next level and you really want to cement it in your cells, please have a watch through that workshop. It could be potentially game-changing for you. And then you can jump on the call and have a completely complimentary session. That's free. With one of my one of my team members. Yeah. So. All right, loves. Well, anything that you want to add, Mr. No, Smith? I've added plenty. Okay. <laughs> Get that masturbation off your chest. <laughs> That's so bad. So gross. So gross. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we will. I think we are cut off. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Ms. Smith, out. <laughs>